Hey folks, welcome. This is Daniel Rashid with the Daniel Rashid Real Estate Show. I appreciate you taking the time to listen to this track. Let me know what your thoughts are. Subscribe to the channel. And if there's any questions, just let me know. Maybe we can address it in an episode. Thank you very much. Take care. This episode is just going to be about snow removal and what to do with your property, tenants, and rental, whether or not to include or not include. Snow removal is um, definitely a perk for renters and tenants. It's rare, though, that I have a tenant that says to me, I'm not renting from you because you don't have snow removal. It's something that doesn't happen often at all. I don't think I've ever heard it happen. So that's something that, you know to take point um, to reflect on when you're gauging your expenses and what to include. Now I have a, you know, I have a twelve unit building that I, I do have to include it. Twelve units, a lot more cars, a lot more cars, gets a little more complicated. For tenants, snow removal is always going to be a pain, especially if you're anywhere cold and you got snow and you need it removed, it's always going to be a pain. There's liability involved, and especially you get to a level where, you know, you're building up those commercial policies in terms of rentals. You have a duty to ensure that your property is safe from snow, from walkways and all that, salted properly. Same with the parking lot. It has to be salted. People can't be slipping and falling on your place. Snow removal is definitely a must when you're dealing with a bigger lot. A bigger building, more units. Now I have triplexes, fourplexes that don't have snow removal. And it's in my lease that they shovel, basically. But it's communicated clearly to folks that, yes, you have parking, but you need to abide by the house rules. You need a shovel. You need to clean your space properly and not be throwing snow in the other space. It doesn't, it doesn't detail that, but basically being respectful. Of, for one, dealing with the snow. And for two, putting it in a proper place or designated place. When you get into management, you see, all, you see it all. <laughs> folks uh, putting snow everywhere not being that nice to their neighbors it happens quite often but again it comes down to communication I found to be the most powerful thing dealing with folks and tenants and in terms of tenants they, they become you know a semi a semi respectful um acquaintance almost you you want to elevate them from being you know just a tenant but they are human they are supporting you they're supporting your house your investment property and you need to provide those services or just be clear about what you want coming in on on your lease
So summarizing, snow removal, bigger places, definitely needed, definitely needed. Um, and it's also needed to communicate to folks. I have a, I, like, like that 12 unit, it's lots, pretty small. I need folks to prepare. So it's, it's detailed that they have to get ready. Plow comes, removes the first section of snow. They need to pull their vehicles out and leave the lot for duration of time so that the plow can clean the rest of the lot. And that's important. It, it's all about governance and uh, making sure that if someone's breaking those rules, you kind of have to do your due diligence. You have to be on top of them, calling them. You may have to write them up in terms of just a warning and to, in fact, move their snow. They can't do that. They just, you need to put your foot down and take that parking spot away if they're abusing it. They need that parking spot, then there may be no choice but to let them go. Or if the neighbor doesn't mind, that neighbor, that neighboring tenant doesn't mind the issues of a troublesome tenant in terms of dealing with snow, then it may not be a big deal. You just let it ride. You let the frustrations cool down and you let it ride and you just move on. Back to the point. Once again... Snow removal, whether or not to include it, really depends on the property you have. Now, if you have a triplex, fourplex, single-family home, I definitely don't need to preclude that. Once you include anything, all of a sudden you're responsible for it. So I include snow removal. Great. The snow removal doesn't come at 8 a.m., they're calling me. Hey, I can't get to work. Dan, I can't get to work. You know, when's the snow coming? All of a sudden you're calling and all of a sudden you're this call guy where you're calling the snow removal companies and they're dealing with backed up because everyone wants their snow gone and it's something you can't control. Especially in a smaller market. I'm in a smaller marketplace. And by that, I don't know. Sometimes some of the folks are just not um, able to handle certain capacities of business that you may expect from them. You need to be patient in dealing with it. And at the end of the day, it's just snow. And at the end of the day, they know it's just snow, but they're under the assumption that there's a certain time that that snow is going to be gone. And it's sort of this under notion that almost it's guaranteed to be gone at that time. And that's just something that you cannot allow them to believe in. That yes, I do include snow removal. Yes, I do include the plow. But sometimes they are late. And we may not be able to get you out. And it really depends on them. And you can give them their number. Hey, call the plow guy if you're so concerned. They won't get anywhere because you don't get anywhere. You call the plow company, they'll be like, yeah, oh yeah, they'll be down there in a half hour. You know, um, you really don't have control over that thing. snow removal smaller properties I wouldn't bother and again if you put it on the account you put it you include it into your unit your rental and you need to communicate clearly what the tenants expectations should be 
and what you can honestly provide as a landlord. And that's it. And if you don't include it, it's just a lot less headache. Reduce the rent, whatever, you know, you got to do it. 15 bucks a month or whatever the case may be. You can break it down per unit on a multi-unit. It may only be five bucks a month and say, look, you can pull your assets with the rest of your folks and get your own plow, basically, or just get your shovel out. You know, at the end of the day, I know in our province, snow has gotten a lot less. One or two shovels, uh, you know, maybe, maybe three or six serious shovels. Uh, that's all you really need to do. Yeah, and that's pretty much it, folks. Snow removal. Always fun to deal with. Clear communication is important. If you're going to include it, just be clear about what the expectations of those folks need to be. Shoveling walkways. If you have a triplex and you got separate walkways to each entrance, then... Are you, are you shoveling or are the tenants shoveling? Are you including snow removal to just the driveway? Or So there's a lot of details that break down and you need to be clear because tenants will get frustrated over that sort of stuff. And you don't need to include any of this just as long as it's clear that you don't do it. Or you do do it. At the end of the day, I have not lost a rental based on the fact that I don't remove snow. So usually it's my model not to really have snow removal unless I absolutely need to to secure some kind of tenant. But you don't need to deal with that. Sometimes you don't even need to deal with grass, but we'll talk about that some other time. For now, thank you for listening. Hit subscribe to the channel. This has been Daniel Rashid with the Daniel Rashid Show, talking about snow removal. Stay warm, folks. We'll talk to you soon. Take care.